Today, a man was shot dead at a Black Lives Matter protest in Austin. We'll have all the details. Riots in Portland get increasingly violent, all while Jerry Nadler says Antifa is just a myth. Nothing to see here. We've got a lot coming up on this Monday, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and know why it matters. Happy Monday. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by America's favorite cowboy and also favorite gubernatorial candidate of Texas, Chad Prather. Well, it's so good to be with you, Sarah. <laughs> and now to the weather. We're so glad you're here, Mr. Prather. Uh, thanks for joining us. I know you had a long weekend, a lot Woo-hoo! of shows. So yeah, thanks though. for being here. Uh, we are also joined once again by Ariel Scarcella, a YouTube content creator who uh, I, the audience loved you. The audience loved you uh, before last week. and they're uh, rational people. We're, <laughs> we're glad to have you back. Well, it's always nice to hear that there are other people from the other side who stops and says, okay, you guys are way too crazy for me. Yeah, not making (laughs) way too crazy for me. Uh, All right, let's get into the headlines of the day. So uh, a man was shot dead at a Black Lives Matter protest in Austin over the weekend. Uh, Now, of course, this was just blocks from the state capitol. And uh, this man that was shot dead, his name's Garrett Foster. Um, We have a video that that I want to show in just a second. But um, the police and witnesses said the man in the car uh, was being blocked by the protesters, and suddenly shots shots were fired. Uh, the man who was driving the car says that Garrett Foster, who was killed, was open carrying an AK-47 rifle that he then pointed at the driver. The driver says he responded in kind. Uh, here is the the shaky footage that happened on the ground when the shots were fired. Watch. Now, the, the, everything I've read, the police account says he, wa- he was carrying the AK-47. Uh, it's just kind of a he said, she said. The driver says that the AK-47 did get pointed at him. But um, my question is, why would you think it would be a good idea in Texas uh, to not just block someone's car, prevent them from leaving a scene that is getting increasingly heated, but do it while carrying a weapon. Yeah. I don't see that going well in Texas. No, it's not going to go well in Texas, unfortunately, the, for the situation. I, there, you know, to play devil's advocate for mm-hmm. a second, <clears throat> if I'm in the car, I'm probably not going to drive into the middle of that scenario, right? I, but it's the street. They have a right, right to a, do it. Yeah, we don't know why he you was don't know there. Why Maybe he's he was trying there. to leave. I would do my best as an individual to try to avoid it, but that's my personal decision. And other people who want to drive on the street, it makes complete sense. The argument's there to be able to do that. I saw a video of the guy, and I think it was that guy, 
uh, at least that's what they said, of him holding his gun, holding his rifle, and he was saying, you know, hey, this things aren't the way they were, you know, they, they, I'm some, we're out here, it's my right to have this rifle, and then three hours later, he was shot dead. What we're hearing around the country is various people who are either getting killed or getting shot. In many cases, it's, it's quote-unquote friendly fire, right? Because a lot of these folks, they don't have training. They don't know how to handle a firearm. They're shooting each other in many cases. So we saw with the couple in Missouri, the Stand Your Ground couple, they, their gun handling was not very good at all. I mean, their firearms handling was terrible. A lot of people get out there and they get in these situations and they don't know what they're doing, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. These aren't military trained people. This isn't, you know, this isn't, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto that they're playing on the PlayStation. And so sometimes maybe you aim a gun at somebody inadvertently. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to get shot. I mean, especially in Texas, you're going to get shot. People are scared for their lives at this point. And the more we see situations and scenarios happen like this, the more we're going to see these things happen. And what I keep reminding people on my show is dead is dead. You don't come back from dead. Dead is dead. And you're playing deadly games with this and it's turning out tragic because it's all it's all a, a protest until shots are fired right mm. uh you start aiming guns at people it's just not going to end well yeah ariel what are your thoughts I, I saw one post that wasn't making fun of the fact that somebody died mm-hmm. but they were making fun of the fact that it was all considered peaceful and safe and right. they're all wearing masks though we're at, like like thank god they're all wearing masks but it's it's not peaceful it's not safe mm-hmm. these people aren't of sane mind <laughs> and and it, it's unfortunate that, like, we don't know what the driver was doing. Maybe he was, like, an Uber driver and just, like, lift, I, who the yeah. hell knows? You don't know. Um, but, like, even when I'm traveling, people are like, make sure you stay out of the city mm-hmm. for this reason. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be even remotely close to any of these, these yeah. riots because people aren't, they're, they're not, yeah, they're not in the right mindset right now. They're, they're all going, they're all really upset. Mm-hmm. And some of it, you know, makes sense. Some of it falsified. But, um Personally, I, I would just try to stay out of it. But it's unfortunate because even I, I, I had like literally one like quick gun lesson. And even I know, don't put your hand on the trigger unless you intend on shooting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't point it at anybody. Point it down, they said. Point it at the floor always. So somebody just walking around pointing it at somebody. I don't know if I would. Sh- I might have sh- shot, shot him too. Like if I felt threatened. I don't know. I mean, you could argue too that, I mean, you wouldn't even need the gun to feel threatened. I don't personally think. I mean, I, if I'm, I'm thinking... I'm by myself late at night. I'm trying to drive away for whatever reason. I don't know that I need to give a reason to drive on the street that my car belongs on, right? And protesters, rioters, whomever is blocking my car, not allowing me to get through. I think you make the argument that, that I mean, I, I, would be, I would be fearful for my life, right? I mean, even without the gun, I don't even think the person who's blocking your way needs the gun. If a bunch of rioters start approaching you, I I mean, I would argue, what else do you do other than shoot if you have it or try to push the gas pedal and then you get accused of trying to run them over? And it's like, well, what do you expect me to do? Well, let's let's try to think logically. That's the only only choice you have. Which is not a choice. Right. You know, this here's a scenario. However many shots were fired, this wasn't a one shot and done. There right. were multiple shots, but who got shot? It was the person who was carrying their own rifle. Mm-hmm. So it stands to reason that if it's the person that got shot, 
and multiple shots were fired, there's a good chance the person in the car had a very good reason for shooting that one particular person. Right. This wasn't a mass shooting scenario where multiple people got shot. One person was aimed at, one person was shot, one person died. So obviously that one person did something to cause that to happen. Mm -hmm. and, in the, and so I have a tendency to believe, here's somebody who just either didn't know what they were doing or they were playing really stupid games with their life, and they paid the ultimate consequence for it. Yeah. Uh, well, Austin was not the only place that protests and uh, riots turned increasingly violent. Also, Portland, fiery protests raged on in Portland as rioters and federal law enforcement clashed in confrontations outside the federal courthouse. Uh, here is a little bit of the protest protesters, I hate it when they put the, the these are rioters, uh, rioters tearing down the fence around the federal courthouse. Watch. Uh, now, the, depending on who you follow, I think, what news sources you follow, who you follow on social media, you're going to hear a lot of what came first, the chicken or the egg. Uh, who who was the aggressor, the federal government or the rioters, the protesters who are not complying? Um, Chad, what are your thoughts on what is happening in Portland and the federal government's involvement in it? Portland is an interesting scenario, and I think I pointed it out on this show last week. Uh, Portland is not very representative of most cities in America because of the interesting circumstances surrounding why Portland is the way Portland is. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a huge homeless population. You have a lot of folks that were bussed in at one point in time for various reasons that we don't have time to get into, and, and, the, and the folks just stayed there. There were some voter fraud attempts. There were things like that. They were bringing people in, and, and they just never left, right? So there's some strange things. I look at this, and I think, you know, they tear down this fence. You get in there. What now? I mean, okay, so we got past the fence. And sometimes I look at this, and I wonder— are these mayors and these governors just letting the cities burn? I mean, just let them go, and just to prove some kind of weird what would be the, anarchist what would be the point? point. I yeah. mean, just to uh, I'm at they, a, I'm at a point now where I'm just thinking, let them have it, right? Let them have it. If you're going to be so asinine as to not step in and do something, mm -hmm. then uh, just let them have it. So. It's a total disrespect for authority. It's a total disrespect for law enforcement. This is not peaceful protesting. This is not, uh, you know, I talked with one of the one of the black Trump supporters, Black Rebel, uh, this morning. Uh, he's black Rebel on social media. I talked with him this morning. He got stabbed in Portland, you know, and he's a black Trump supporter, and he got stabbed. I mean, they were trying to kill him. They stalked him. Tried to kill him. Mm -hmm. This is this is a bad scenario. Now, me personally, I have to. I'm talking a little bit slow today because I have to choose my words very carefully because of a couple of things. One, my anger level wants to rise up, and two, <laughs> I want to say things that I would probably end up being thrown back at me, and I just don't have the ability to have that conversation with people who. Well, I mean, it'd be great for my ratings. I'm sure so it would. It to just I'm go sure ahead it would. But I, I just, <laughs> I, I'm just telling you, and I keep saying this over and over again: the hills have eyes. You think you can do this in an unarmed urban situation. You've seen your success in being able to do that. 
But yesterday and over the weekend, they were doing it in Weatherford, Texas, Parker County, Texas, really? west of Fort Worth. And the melee began. There were fights. There were breakouts right there at the courthouse there in Weatherford, Texas. And I promise you, I'm not threatening. I'm just promising you, you take it into the wrong areas and this is not going to end well for you. Mm-hmm. It simply will be a war. And it's not going to end well. Yeah. Uh, Ariel, so when you watch stuff like this, because I have heard a lot of speculation that um, these protesters, these rioters, uh, even the the mayors, the city officials are kind of seeing how far they can push it to get Trump to look like he's the bully. He's the one who's making the first move. He's bringing in these federal law enforcement officers who are throwing things at these poor, innocent protesters who have every right to be there and look at their scabs and they've got to go to the hospital and all this. Um, Does that sound like the left that you know? Is this just kind of a setup to make President Trump look bad? What What do you think the intentions are behind it? I don't know if the intentions are to make him look bad, but I think... I think that's like an underlying idea mm-hmm. that they have. I think they're just being the bullies that they've always been lately. Honestly, like you said it best, like go to go to, go to a place where you're going to meet your match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. They don't. Yeah. They're only in these super liberal areas and they only st- again in their echo chambers. They're not going out into, you know, not the real world because it's always the real world. But they're not going out and seeing other people's views and how, you know, this is why at least people on the far left were so confused as to why Trump won. They're in these very liberal cities and they're always staying around their own people and they're bullying anyone else who thinks outside of their their group think. And then they're like, wait, like, how did this guy win? Because <laughs> these four or five really super cities, you know, super progressive cities, mm-hmm. everyone else is out on the outside looking in going, what, saying, what the hell is wrong with these people? Mm-hmm. They're not peaceful protesters. They were in the beginning, mm-hmm. but now they're just using, using it as an excuse to you know, to launch their their own agenda or just to be hateful people or whatever it is. I don't know. Um, But it's not cute. Yeah. Uh, All right. We've got more coming up, including Jerry Nadler. I just forget the videos that you just saw of all of like the riots and the violence and stuff like that. It Antifa, it turns out, is just a myth. We'll get into that after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. Uh, So if you own a home, you probably you have a security system because you don't want anything in your home to be stolen. So you think, okay, well, I leave my home, I set my security system, and everything is safe. What you don't realize is that you're not always safe. Your home is not safe when you just set the security system because home title fraud is actually becoming more of a problem these days. The FBI calls it one of the quickest growing crimes in America. You may have not heard of it. So let me tell you how they get you. Uh, Your home's title is actually stored online where everything is right now. Uh, And thieves, no, no good doers can get online. They hack into it. They can pull your deed. They can forge your name. And then they can do whatever they want with the equity that you have in your house. They can file it saying that you've sold your home and uh, they can refile as the new owner. 
So, are you scared yet? Well, you should be, because guess what? No identity, th- no identity theft program protects you. No bank program protects you. Uh, you may think that you could be protected by one of these things, but you will not be protected unless you have home title lock. They will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage, and they will shut it down anytime they see any sort of tampering with it. You got to go to hometitlelock.com, register your address to see if you have already been a victim. Again, you're not going to know it. Unless you go to HomeTitleLock.com, you will not know it until it's too late and then the damage is already done. And you can't get back your equity, your retirement nest egg. Don't let that happen to you. Use promo code Y, that's W-H-Y, for 30 free days of protection. That is promo code Y at HomeTitleLock.com. Democratic uh, Congressman Jerry Nadler. I, you know what? Chad says the craziest things <laughs> right before we're scheduled to go back on. And then I have to pretend like he didn't say them. Uh, Jerry Nadler of New York, of course, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, was confronted by our good friend, good friend of the pro- program. I can't talk today. Austin Fletcher, who you may know as Fleckas from his online Man on the Street videos. Uh, Austin Fletcher asked him about Antifa violence. and But Jerry Nadler says, don't worry, nothing to see here. That's just, that's just a myth, what's going on in Portland. There's no violence. Watch. It is true. There's violence across the whole country. Do you disavow the violence from Antifa? That's happening in Portland right now? That's, 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 that's a myth that's being spread only in Washington, D.C. About Antifa in Portland? Yes. Sir, sure, there's, there's videos everywhere online. There's fires and riots. There's th- they're throwing fireworks at uh, federal officers. DHS is there. Look online. It gets crazy, Mr. Nadler. I feel like we need circus music when he goes to wobbles to the car over there. Uh, but apparently, the videos that we've been seeing online of the violence in Portland—that's just DC rumors. DC rumor mill. Fleckus looks good. Fakes. I like his haircut. He does yeah, look good. I saw him not too long ago. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's a summer cut. He's got the summer cut going. He's looking good. Uh, I'll tell you what, if I'm ever out on the street and I see Austin Fletcher approaching me with that <laughs> microphone on a stick or on a spoon or whatever he is, I'm going the other direction because I'm telling you, he's good at what he does. Our own Elijah Schaefer is good at what he does. And speaking of Elijah, his videos prove beyond the shadow of a doubt. Most of these videos that we're seeing in these riot-torn cities, they're from Elijah. They're from mm-hmm. our friend. He texts mm-hmm. me and he's like, hey, I won't tell you what he texts me, but <laughs> I'm just saying, this is, I mean, this is what we're seeing right here. Now, where did this start? Let me just let me take everybody back for a second because they tend to forget. Where did all this start? It started with the murder of George Floyd. Mm -hmm. Now, George Floyd has nothing to do with any of this that's going on right here. This is not about George Floyd. This is something else. This is complete and total civil unrest bordering on anarchy. Now, that being said, the quote unquote protest started with the idea that they were going to fight against police brutality. Now they're engaging in actions that pretty much guarantees brutal force on the part of police officers. They're guaranteeing the thing that they claim to be protesting. So to continue this, as I said earlier in the earlier segment, is going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy for every single one of you. It is. It's not a myth. How many people have to get shot and killed on city streets, stabbed, 
and killed, beaten half to death on city streets for a guy like Jerry Nadler to pull his head up out of that turtle shell he lives in and see that it's not a myth. This is reality. But do, but do you think that, not Jerry Nadler, but do you think that all of these, these rioters on the ground um, do they want it to be a self-fulfilling prophecy? Is that part of their ultimate goal? Yes. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I do. Yeah, exactly. I do. There's, there's a lot of self-loathing going on here. Yeah. There's a, psychologically, there's a lot of self-rejection. There's a lot of self-worth uh, issues that are going on. There are sexuality issues that are going on here. There's just a lot of mental illness. There's a lot of mental period. illness. Yeah, and period. that's sort of what I was alluding to earlier in the before segment. There's a lot of that. Errol, yeah. you've, you've seen these. I, I, mean, I see it more than anybody yeah. else because it, it's it's even more prominent in the LGBT community. Like we're, we are already a group that experiences more uh, mental illness than than the heterosexual people. So I see, it's it's very common already. And then all these, you know, a lot of these people that are protesting are, are young. They're usually under the age of 30. Yeah. I would say most of them, yeah. And they're just they're just angry people and they're looking at anything. Yeah. Any, they're looking at any cause to get behind. Any, and any authority yeah. they're lashing out against, they're going to do that because this is a culture that has never experienced authority. They've never experienced discipline. Right. When they do experience it, they see, you know, they've never been told no. So they, yeah. they perceive it as rejection whenever they hear it. And so what do they do? They fight against the thing that rejects them, rejects their voice. They feel unheard. They feel unloved. They feel uncared for, unpaid attention to. All of these uns, right? They're just not getting what they need. So let's go in here and tear down the streets and set things on fire until we get attention. This has nothing to do with the protests anymore. It's not a myth. It's not a myth. So this whole thing, it, it, it is a self-fulfilling prophecy because to the, to the degree that I can go out and basically self-flagellate myself uh, I become a martyr. I become a yeah. self-fulfilled martyr in all of these things. because yeah, die, Literally dying for the cause. Literally dying, literally dying for, the, for cause. the cause. But you take the Garrett guy, and I apologize for forgetting his last That's name, who was shot. I think it was Garrett Foster. Yeah. Uh, the guy who was killed. Okay. Do you, I mean, they're not, we're not building monuments to you, Garrett. We're not building memorials to you. I mean, God bless you. God, you know, rest in peace. I pray you do. Uh, and we mourn your lo- mourn the loss of your life. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something. You're not Jesus Christ. You know, I read a Newsweek. Was it Newsweek? I read an article this week that was comparing Jesus. I'm sorry, George Floyd to Jesus. And it was the crucifixion of George Floyd. But Jesus wasn't on fentanyl meth or weed whenever he died. And he never held guns to people. And he ne- didn't go out sipping and, you know, uh, counterfeit bills and he wasn't in porn films. Those are the kind of things you're sitting there. I mean, come on. George Floyd, as tragic as that is, was not a martyr, Mm -hmm. not a martyr. He was a guy doing bad things in a bad situation around bad cops. He'd done the bad things before. He'd been around the bad cops before. Mm -hmm. He'd been he'd done the bad stuff. Yeah. And the circumstances caught up with him. Yeah. Ariel, um, you know, I look at some of these. There was a video that floated around Twitter over the weekend that I retweeted. But it was a, a group of protesters again. or I'm sorry, rioters. You keep I keep reading the word protesters and I want to repeat what I'm reading. But I know that that's not true. They're rioters. They're animals. Uh, and they're standing on top of this woman's car. It is a group of Black Lives Matters protesters. Of I course. saw that video. Yeah. A yeah, lot of uh, there were a lot of of black people involved in that protest. Mm -hmm. surprisingly enough because usually it's It's just just a bunch of white people (laughs) it's white saviors yeah of course but um and the woman was the driver of the car was white yes they tried to push she tried they tried to stop her from driving they stood on her car they were trying to prevent her from driving she keeps driving and there's this long and they cry cry. yeah yes and and she was like the the one of the rioters said 
Well, we tried to ask the police, why won't you arrest this woman? Look, she just tried to run over us. She just tried to do this. She just tried to do that. And I'm like, what the hell do you think is going to happen if you stand on someone else's property and try to prevent them from getting past you? Yeah. I, that's I, not a peaceful protest. I wonder what the actual law says. That, that's my question for this. Like, what, is, what does the law say? Like, is there a law written that says... You know, if you are, I guess, I guess that would be considered threatening though, right? Would that be considered harassment if you are on top of somebody's car? Well, you can't, that's their private property. You would, you would, it would I be mean, considered harassment. I think that would probably fall under that category, right? Well, depending right? on what state you're in, it actually could fall under the Castle Doctrine, if yes. I'm not mistaken, yes. because let's face it, if you are in your automobile, you are technically in your residence yes. because it's your property. That is your property. So like if I pull the thing over in a public place and I decide to take a nap in my car, if, if I have that, if I'm in a state that, that, you know, has that as a law. I'm in my I'm in my house technically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, but the the way, <laughs> golly, you know, we've seen this for years and years. And I've said, if you control the language, you control the culture, yes. right? And you keep running into this thing of protesters versus riots. Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. So here's an article I mentioned Weatherford, Texas, and what happened over the weekend. Here's an article. LivingBlueTX.com, which ought to tell you right there Ugh. where we're coming from. But this is the headline. Violent racists swarm protest in Weatherford. Violent wow. racists swarm protest in Weatherford. That is, uh, it got ugly and protesters were attacked. What's going on in North Texas, y'all? That's the first sentence of the article. I mean, that's the, it's just insane, this stuff. But when you, when you keep controlling the language, you control the narrative and mm-hmm. you say things like, that's why, why do you think the big thing is to call people on the right racists or Nazis or homophobes or xenophobes? Because it just shuts you, them have up. Have you felt a lot of homophobia around here, hanging around with never. us? I mean, Honestly, not, never once. I mean, it on doesn't really left, cross yes. our mind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, what, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. You remember when, um, gosh, who was it? Uh, oh, our, one of our buddies who came in here, and I won't call his name because I won't put him on the spot, and he's not here to defend himself or to correct. But one of our good friends who's a comedian, who uh, he's still on the left. He's still on the left. Mm-hmm. He said, you know what? You guys, just coming around here, hanging out here for a week with you guys, he said, I've never been treated so yes. graciously as I have by people that I've been told my entire life were, were the, the enemy. enemy. Yeah. yeah. And they're and they're surprised. I, I was. I feeling you can relate. I was. I was like... These people don't hate me yeah. and for being who I am. Like, that's the whole point, and right? And I promise you the folks around here would, they, they'd give an eye for you. I mean, they just would because at the end of the day, we understand the concept of family and community, individual rights, individual personal rights. liberty, res- responsibility with that. I mean, we, we, we value friendships and relationships. I mean, at the end of the day, the idea of love is not something you toss around that's just free love. No, it's something that comes with a requirement and a consequence. And there's, there's you know, results from Choosing who you love and who you're with. And I'm not talking about an eros or a sexual love. I'm just talking about familial love. Yeah. You know, brotherly love for somebody that says, you know what? I can disagree with you and without getting my feelings hurt because I'm a big boy or a big girl. I got thick skin. I'm an adult. I've managed to mature. My daddy beat my ass when I was growing <laughs> up. So just because you have a different opinion from me, I'm not going to cry and go to my safe space. And so when you have, when you find... And the ability to find something common, fellowship with someone, you don't take that stuff lightly. You become a family. 
Yeah. All right. We've got uh, more coming up. Mask mandates. They're getting uh, they're getting right. a little dangerous out go. there. Yeah. We've got some viral videos for you after the break. We'll be back in a minute. I was with Sydney. We went to the, the art museum and they were like, you have to wear a mask. And she put it on and it said, make America great again. And she's like, I'm, she's like, I'm at least going to. What did she say? The Miami Police Department has assigned 39 police officers to enforce the city's mandatory mask order. So now we have uh, police officers in Miami handing out citations. I, I, got, I feel for these guys who drew the short straw uh, having to enforce such a ridiculous law. law. But here is a little bit of a man who was receiving a ticket from a Miami police officer for not just not wearing a mask. No, 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 no. He was wearing a mask, but apparently he was not wearing it properly. And that is what caused him to get a citation. Here's just a little bit of that. They're in the gym. I don't care. They're working out. They need to breathe. But even outside, like, like I just literally had it over my mouth. So you understand. You got to wear it properly. Everyone else is wearing it properly. We're wearing it properly. Doing this does not help anybody. You're still... I'm in the phone as you talk. And I'm outside and I was on the phone. The problem is, this is the thing, dude. So you understand. You have to wear it properly. You're not wearing it properly. It's not like you're wearing it at all. Okay. What am I trying to hear? And uh, he was not the only one. Apparently, a cop issued a woman a ticket after she walked outside of a Publix grocery store and removed her mask while exiting the grocery store. Uh, she was given a ticket for wearing for not wearing a mask in a, quote, public space. She said the parking lot was empty. She wasn't around anyone. Yet she was still given a citation. How did we get here? I, I have yet to see all of the science that backs up these cloth, the cloth masks and the different materials. And you know the what's interesting? This, please. So I was in New York, and New Yorkers are notorious for calling people on their BS, right? Yeah. So yeah. we were at the beach um, like two weeks ago, and there's they, they you know they must have hired like the parks department to like walk around and yell at people and blow their little whistle and then you know tell people to get out of the water because there's a lifeguard on duty. They were these three uh, black women. Mm-hmm. And th- they were also the, the, the parks department uh, person was also a black woman. So it was just like <laughs> typical, you know, females go, like going at it with each other. And they were like past, you know, past the point where they were allowed to be in the water. And, the, you know, the parks department lady comes over and blows her whistle. Excuse me, like, ladies, you have to get out of the water. Da, da, da. And they're like, and the, the three girls are in the water going, come and get us. <laughs> it's just like they weren't wearing the mask. They weren't social distancing. So they're called, they're, people are starting to call you know, people on their BS. And maybe that's why they're starting to crack down because they're like, okay, you know, now people aren't listening to us at all right. in certain places. And so maybe, maybe we have to like start giving tickets. Maybe right. that's how that happened. I don't know. Cause yeah. I've seen it in person. People Be- are just like, call, they're like, ahead, come and get me. Cause you think the person parks department is going to come out in her uniform in the water right. to go and bother these people. She didn't right. want to, she didn't get paid enough. She's not going to deal with that. Yeah. Well, so especially with uh, this story and with Ariel's, uh, you know, story about New York, almost makes you wonder if it's less about the science and getting sick and more about uh, power Control. and compliance. Yeah. So I was in uh, Oklahoma City over the weekend. We did six shows in four nights at Bricktown Comedy Club there. And they had you had to have a mask to get in. And then, you know, they took your temperature. But once you got yes. to your table, you could take the thing off. And it was, you know, there were full crowds. 
people weren't living in fear. They weren't worrying about things. And, you know, we went to, I saw people out jogging in 105 degree weather with their masks on. I mean, that's just I mean, asking that's for, a, a, yes, for a medical issue. Did you see that there was a study, there was a study, there was a story with two Chinese kids in China, I think, mm-hmm. two Asian kids that would like drop dead because they were yeah. running in with masks on. Yeah. Like I'm, it, I forget where this was, but I read it's this not, recently. Your body is, is you're not, you're not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. <laughs> your body's designed to absorb and receive fresh air, yes. not carbon dioxide, yes. which is what you're exhaling. Okay, so that's just not what's supposed to be happening. By the way, if the masks work, then what are you worried about? Quit worrying about everything. Also, why aren't you wearing masks that cover your eyes? Right? They say that you can get it through your eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's just droplets that are protecting people, then why are you covering your nose? Why are you covering your nose? You know, it's about anyway. So we went into a restaurant there in Oklahoma City and they said, you've got to put your mask on before we can seat you. It's 1130. I said, there's nobody in the room. There's nobody here. Who's going to get sick? <laughs> Who, you've, they've already said it doesn't. You can't get it off of surfaces. That goes away almost immediately. So who who? Are we protecting the tables and the chairs? <laughs> There's literally no one. We were the first people in the restaurant. No sheep. They don't know how to answer it either. Yeah. I mean, who, are we, who are we guarding from? Right. Uh, me. You're wearing a mask. <laughs> Why are we worried about you? Good chat. How dare No, no, listen. It's literally um, the most ludicrous ridiculous thing I've ever it's I was watching baseball it was on in the same restaurant I'm watching baseball and here comes the umpire from behind home plate because the manager from the baseball team comes out to fight with him comes out to argue with him and what do they do before they get together they stop and put masks on in order to argue (laughs) over a call on a baseball field this is a parody of real life at this point that's ridiculous So they could fight. I saw a picture. I saw a video. I posted it on my Twitter. I posted it on my Instagram of two people hugging on each other and kissing. Oh, I saw that. With the freaking masks on. I was going to say that. Did you see it? Which makes no sense because if you're living with somebody, you, you're going to catch it. If somebody else, if they're one person you're living I mean, with, has somewhere it, out there, there's some it. soy boy beta male saying, we got to mask up to have intercourse. I there mean, was a, there was an article that I came know. out that told people to do that. I know. Are oh, you kidding me? I don't know about God. y'all, but I do some breathing, yo. <laughs> I would hope so. I've been really trying, baby. I feel like uh, this is a good time take, for take a break. A, yeah, what, what are we advertising? Nothing. <laughs> I'm not advertising anything after that. Deborah. of the mask mandate we just discussed uh, Miami what was happening in Miami uh, officers giving citations to people and you know I think it's important to look at how scared this is making the general public when you're telling everyone we all have to wear masks everyone has to comply if you don't comply you will die is basically the message that we are getting from our government so I guess maybe we shouldn't be surprised when things like this happen but uh, in San Diego over the weekend a couple a young couple was enjoying a picnic in a dog park presumably with their dog and uh, a woman enraged that they would be enjoying a picnic without masks on, which I'm not quite sure how you eat your food with a mask on. Uh, But a woman came by and apparently maced at least the husband who stood up in defense for his wife in the face. Here's a little bit of that. (laughs) 
That's not okay. This is not her. That is not okay. Not okay. What's that wrong, wrong with you, lady? That is wrong. You can't go around doing It's okay, guys. This is her car. Somebody. Don't worry, I got it. You weren't defending yourself, lady. And I've got this. Did she hurt her? I didn't do anything. Was crying in the background. First I think, of all, I think it was the, I the think wife. It was the wife. Yeah, oh the, my the, God. the woman uh, who was involved in the altercation. But this, this is this is what this rhetoric from the mainstream media. This is what this rhetoric from the Democrats in government. This is where it gets us: is that you have a population who is so fearful. I think Literally. of getting a virus that they think they're going to die from, even though it has a ninety-nine point what nine seven, nine, seven uh, percent survival rate. That you are still going to. Like, you feel the need to, to force yourself. everyone into yeah. complying, I guess. It's a new religion. It's oh. called safetyism, okay? The safetyism religion demands that everybody comply mm -hmm. because everyone's life is, you know, joined together in some symbiotic way that if you do the wrong thing, then it's going to kill all of us. Right. So this idea that I've got to, you know, I can't say no to my child. I can't discipline them because it might hurt them. And I don't want them to go outside unless they're dressed, you know, in pads like the Michelin man in a helmet and all these things, you know, where they don't, I don't, don't want a little Bobby to scrape his knee or to break a bone. It's safetyism. And it has, now it's become an adult. Now this cult of safetyism has become an adult, and we're still, we, we've, we're, that's the safe space culture. It's a safe space culture where we're scared to death of the world. But have you seen that it has transformed from, you know, you're talking about as a child, that's more of an individual, like, I'm going to protect my, my child, my family, and it's kind of transformed and morphed into, it is your duty to protect the greater good of society. Yeah. And that's where I find that it gets to be so much more dangerous. Well, we can get into the generational implications of all that, from baby boomers to generation mm -hmm. Xers to Y or Zers, millennials, all these different things, and every one of them have different traits. And what we've seen is from, and just taking it back to the baby boomers, there has been this delineation, stepping down of, of almost, you can see the downward sp growth spiral, so to speak, of each generation exacerbating and exponentially making things worse in this area, mm -hmm. right? And it just gets, so another generation from now, we're really, really going to be in trouble. Yes. Because this is, this is where we are. I mean, this is where we are. When you live in a world where everything's relative, Mm -hmm. A pluralistic society where everything is relative and a postmodern mindset where we create reality based on what we're feeling. Mm -hmm. This is the, this is what you get. People act out without consequences, without sense of repercussion of judgment. These people that got maced are a whole lot nicer than me. Oh, I mean, I don't want <laughs> to tell too. you. I, mm -hmm. I, look, I, I'm. I would have reacted. I, I wouldn't have been a conscious conscious thing. I would have reacted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So these people, these people that are putting up with this are a lot nicer than me. Especially, Ariel, uh, you know, when you factor in, we were talking about this a little bit over a break, when you factor in the fact that there are a lot of people with medical conditions that they can't wear a mask. And yeah. it's like the whole of society who's going with this mask mandate, just it doesn't even factor into their brains that there could be someone who legitimately <laughs> Needs, cannot right. wear one. Yeah, right. And you're going to what, mace them? They, they probably would at this point because yeah. they, it's, yeah, it's, it's, again, it's like the group thing. It's automatically they're seeing them as the enemy. They don't even think, you know, so the, the funny thing is 
I'm, I'm still training my left, you know, lefty brain to, <laughs> to rethink things. Like I automatically looked at the, the woman's license plate and saw she was had a handicap license plate, and I was like, is she really though? <laughs> like, it's like you know, like let's prove it. And it's like no, like I, she doesn't have to prove it, right? Yeah. Like. So it's the same thing. You don't have to prove that, you know, you have to get a HIPAA violation. You legally can't ask somebody if they have an issue with it. Well, you just you, you legally say, like, I have, you know, an underlying medical condition. I cannot do it. Which it's and, already, and they, and they can't tell you not to. Which they can't tell you to put it on. It's already exposing the medically fragile community right. who doesn't really care for people to know their medical issues when you're shopping at a store. And there's one person who's not wearing a mask. It's like, well, and everybody I mean, looks kind of already know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And everyone. Well, looks and over the weekend, Pastor John MacArthur uh, out in California, he defied the order, and and their church got together. And I was reading a comment. We we had a blaze.com media post about this, and one lady commented underneath it on one of my pages and said, "Well, maybe he'll get COVID and die, and then everybody will understand." And, and I'm thinking, so so rioters can get together. Protesters can get right, together. Right. You can get together and go to Lowe's and Home Depot, mm-hmm. and you can go to the Costco and the Sam's and the Walmart. Mm-hmm. You can't go to church, right? And so it's as long as you're doing something that they don't approve of, like go yes. to church, well, I hope you die. Well, I hope you die going to Lowe's. How does that make you feel, right? Yeah. I mean, it's so dumb, but I can go to Lowe's. You can't. Oh, but then I can go to church. Yeah, I I don't think that the virus, I don't think there's like a special immunity in Lowe's. Look, if a bridge bridge went over a river and the chance of that bridge falling down was 0.3%, I'd walk over it. I wouldn't swim the river. Right. This is how dumb we've gotten. Yeah. Uh, last, Last thing really quickly. The largest COVID vaccine study in the world began today. The first of 30,000 Americans volunteering to take the shots. Chad, what, what, how much did, would they have to pay you to be one of the people to take this experimental vaccine so quickly? There's no amount of money. No amount of money. And, and it's not based on the health reasons. It's the principle of the thing. Okay. The principle of the thing. Okay. What, what, explain that really quickly. and then Well, I'm just, there's just no way. You're not going to force me to do anything. You're not going to pay me to do anything. If I'm conscientiously against it, I am a free man, yeah. and I'm not going to do it. Yeah. What, are, what do you think? How much? Do you have a dollar Ooh. amount that they could pay you to sign up to get this injection? Probably not. Yeah. I, I feel like it's just going to – I mean, hopefully people – First of all, it, the, the, the disease itself, the virus itself, has proven how genetics factors into all this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. who is to say that I would even be susceptible to, to the, to the right. cure? Like I'd, I'd, well, I'd also <laughs> like, rather get the virus, might, quite frankly. And, I'd, and it might give it to you, just like the flu. Like, we don't know right. yet. No, right. Nobody really knows, so... I yeah. don't think I would personally do it, but yeah, I, I find it interesting. Uh, I know we, we got to take a break, but I find it interesting. A lot of people are like, well, but it, it produced 100 percent in 100 percent of people antibodies. And I'm like, right. But did they grow a third leg? That's what I would like to know before you tell me that it's a vaccine that should be administered to everyone. All right. Back in a minute. <laughs> did they grow a third like, leg? Friday's poll. Uh, I wasn't here. This is an interesting one. What is the craziest thing Biden has said? You had the options of the uh, the leg the leg hair comment, uh, the poor kids are just as bright and talented as white kids comment, and the you ain't black comment. 
Uh, the kids rubbing his leg hair won by almost 50 percent. You Ain't Black was closely followed it at 34 percent. And the poor kids are just as capable as white kids at 16.3 percent. I'm sure it was very hard for you guys to figure out what was the craziest thing that Joe Biden has said, because literally everything that comes out of his mouth these days is crazy if it's coherent enough to decipher. Today's poll, which has brainwashed more Americans? The media... Or the universities. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to you first, Ooh. Ariel. Which has brainwashed more Americans, the media or the universities? What do you think? I don't know. It's a tough one. I think I think I think both equally, mm-hmm. but different peop different people. Right. Because really the people who are not going to, to the universities are, are gonna getting be brainwashed, that brainwashed by the media. By the media. <laughs> I think it's the same same lesson, different different classroom. Yeah. 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 What do you think, Chad? Media just on default by default of people's access to it. Yeah. More access, yeah. not as much access it's, to universities. We're getting bombarded. Yeah. And the media's controlled. I mean, schools are controlled by that. Ugh, don't even get me started. Oh, I have a story for you off air. Oh, I got one for you, too. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.